Clint Hutchison's on the line. They're racing at the happiest named track in the world, Happy Valley, uh, tonight. How are you, Clint? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks, Matty. I suppose it is happy, and you usually can have a good time there, too. So yeah, who, came up well with the, who came up with the name? What are we going to call this joint? What about Happy Valley? It really works. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, they've been racing there quite a long time, so, uh, yeah, it was... Um, I'm not sure who came up with the name, to be honest, but uh, probably the uh, the uh, colonists, the British back in the day, I presume. Yeah, yeah, they were happy to be there. There's no doubt. I, um, what about tonight? And how? Just first of all, looking ahead to the international meet, I've just penned a yarn for Winning Post about the the evolution of the Japanese horse and Japanese racing and Sunday Silence and their global reach and 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 how well they've done in Hong Kong. Is there any indication yet as to the the strength of the Japanese army coming for the international meeting yet? Yes, there is. They released them. We, we spoke about it last week. And I think they announced a lot of them the, the late that evening. So, no, they're well represented once again across the board. Sprint, mile, cup and uh, in the Vars. So they've got a, a decent contingent heading across and they're going to be uh, well represented and very competitive in a number of races. Absolutely. Uh, just a couple of SMSs. Hey, Maddie, when you talk to HK Hutchie, which I am, can you please ask him to investigate what is happening with my favourite horse abroad, Bonds a Perler? She had a bleed at her last start via scope. Uh, any idea about Bonds a Perler? Yeah, look, she obviously went over for David Hayes' stable and she's gone, I think, to Pierre Rung at the moment from memory. Um, she ran some really good races early on, but as is often the case with the fillies up there, it, um, you know, there's so few of them that go, and the reason for that is just the environment doesn't really suit them, and she is going headed in the wrong direction. So, oh, look, I don't know if they'll persevere. She's not running up to her form, anywhere near her form, and they bought her for the derby. It didn't quite work out. David Hayes wanted to emulate what he did with elegant fashion back in the day, but it didn't quite work out, and now, and now he doesn't have her anymore. So, look, she'd be the kind of horse that um, if the owners desired, I'd, I'd be, uh, if I got there and I'd see him, I'd be suggesting send her back here and, um, you know, she might be able to continue on. Yeah, that might be the best solution there. Nick Ryan does a good job with those sort of horses. There's no doubt about that. Uh, what about uh, tonight at Happy, Happy Valley, uh, Clint? Happy Valley. When was the last time you were at Happy Valley, Matty? I've never been to Happy Valley. I've only been to Honkers once, and that was for the international meeting the year Sunline ran about seventh in the 2,000 metre race. It's changed a lot since then. I think you're nearly due a trip. You better speak to uh, all the people at RSN. I think it's... Uh, well, they're I all going. Everyone's going except for me. Is, is there a message in that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there may well be. There may well be. But, uh, look, I actually... Don't mind the card tonight. It's very competitive throughout. So there's there's probably one really short price favourite who looks a bit vulnerable to me later in the card. But I think we can get some cash and we can get it relatively early in the night. Race three, number seven, horse called Kairos Unicorn. I had something on him last week at 20s over the mile. But David Hall's backed him up, um, stepping up to the 2,200 metres, which is far more... Uh, favourable for him. Zach Purton jumps on board and, um, yeah, he's been in pretty good form this season. I like the backup, like the way he's going. The barrier is critical at the start because it's right on a bend and he can just save ground right in quite early. I think if he... Uh, and you just don't get an opportunity to back them up too often in Hong Kong. So, look, he's $5.30 on the tote at the moment. I think you'll get about that price. He might come in for some late support, but yeah, $5 for uh, Zach Purton. And David Hall's absolutely flying the last sort of 12 months and I think you can have another winner there. 
One of my many Hong Kong spies has just uh, texted me that Bonza Pearl had trialled OK yesterday, uh, which was interesting. And so did Golden 60 and Romantic Warrior. Hutch, just bef- I know I'm zigzagging all over the place, but while I remember, what was your take on the, the Golden 60 uh, Romantic Warrior trial? I thought um, they were both pass marks. They were nothing special, to be honest. Uh, I think the good thing with Golden 60, he seems very relaxed at the moment. So maybe he's, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to have a chat to Vincent Ho and speak to him about it. I think you'd be hoping for a little bit better. Romantic Warrior was okay. I, he won the trial. He was pushed out to do so. I, I, you wouldn't walk away from either one going, wow, that was great work, because there was a horse in amongst them. I think it's a horse by the name of Helene Feeling or Helene Star. I can't remember the exact horse's name, but uh, he probably went the better of the trio. But mm. works work. Trials are trials. But you know, I was left a little underwhelmed, but I'm not going to read too much into trials. You've got to be a bit careful about doing that. Just knowing that there's a limit to all great horses, it's going to be interesting to see what version of Golden 60 we get for his bid for a third mile. It's, you know, time, time catches up. So it's still a little bit of an un- unanswered question. It is, and but we have seen, I mean, it was amazing with Winks what we saw and what Chris Waller did with her later in her career. And, you know, you do see, and Hong Kong you've often seen over time, you know, they can still race near their tops sort of around that seven, maybe not so much eight years of age. But, it, you know, we they are still capable of it. But he is, you know, you'd think, okay, well, he's you know, going to be on the way down the mountain um, well and truly. So... Yeah, first up, interesting sort of preparation for him. Um, going in first up, I'm not sure if that indicates that they're thinking of racing him deeper in the season or not. But, uh, look, he's uh, he's been, like you said a few weeks ago, you know, Hong Kong's best hustle. I think, I think it, that has to be unanimous now with his overall record and what he's done. So, look, it'll be, it's going to be a great race. Japan are well represented in that mile. It's, it's, they're, they're coming from... Uh, far and wide to take him on this year there's a few couple there's one or two from the Euros and a couple of the local horses will run well too mm. so it's not going to be it, you know he's going to be need to be pretty close to where he needs to be to win it will be some achievement if they can do it first up I have a feeling it's a it's a huge challenge for him and I'm not saying he can't pull it off but I don't think uh, you wouldn't want to underestimate how big a challenge this is going to be for Beauty Generation do you think I was at the Ark and Felgate was at Tokyo, and I, I thought I'd seen the the highest level of um, weight for age international competition, but I got a feeling Equinox Equinox took it higher in Japan. What was your feeling about how high a rating that race should have Equinox? Oh well, he's running time, and he's doing it off. I mean, Pantalassa went faster the day and cruises into it and does what he does what he does, and then in Dubai he went and beat uh, a lot of the, the form around him from the. The Dubai race has worked out incredibly well as well, where he led like no one wanted to lead, and he took it up and absolutely donkey licked them. So I mean, he, yeah, I mean, we've said it. I've said it on the uh, we do a show the Hong, the Triple Trail, and we've mentioned it probably 12 months ago, and a lot. It's been the theme with a lot of people internationally. You know, the Japanese, I think, have been significantly underrated in terms of their their uh, equine performances. I'm not sure why it is, but you know, the, time and time again, they've travelled the world and keep winning yet. They don't seem rated where they should be internationally. I'm uh, not sure why, but um, look, he is he's out of the box, isn't he? Simple as that. He, he really is unbelievable. You know what struck me, too, is seven starts him, six starts flight line. There's got to be something to be said for 
limited racing but maximum outcome for a lot of these sort of horses. The runner-up, the Aussie half Aussie bred horse, was had only had a sick fifth or sixth starts. They they get them to the elite level very quickly, but don't over race them, don't they? Yeah, they well they have a different training method. It's just Damien Lane would be someone good to talk about that. You know, they they pick and choose where they want to go, and they know they've got them special, and they target them for a race. So you know. It's it's uh, literally horses for courses, but yeah, I mean he's um, they're carefully handled there. They might only have a few starts a year, the top echelon ones in Japan, but you can look you can turn that around and um, you know look at a horse like Golden Sixteen. He's had thirty yep. odd starts and he's won. He's been beaten three times, so I'm not going to read too much into patterns because I used to see it a lot in Hong Kong. You'd have all different uh, types of you know from all over the globe. You know different ways of working them and all the rest of it. Yep. And for one reason. Another they all they all worked um, even though they were vastly different. But I'll move on to the second bet for tonight. Yes, yeah, sorry, mate. I've I've, I've really That's distracted right. you. No, no, you have distracted me. Five five race five number five talent Supremo. J Max in town, Maddie, and he's riding well. He had a double, including the feature on his first uh, day at the races in Hong Kong last weekend, which was fantastic. In fact, his first ride. And uh, he won the feature, so it was a brilliant start. And I think you can add to it tonight. He rides a horse that Zach won on the other day. He's drawn gate one on Talent Supremo. Um, Zach rides a good chance of David Hayes and Ruby Lott in the race, but $4.80, this horse, who's mm. um, getting a great run. The early favourite is a horse called Act of Faith, which, uh, as we like to say, I think sleeps with a light on. So it might be a good one to be chasing. All right. So race five, number five, and before I took you on a magical mystery tour, what was the other one that you mentioned earlier? Race, race three, number seven, and, um, yeah, hopefully uh, yeah. that's that's Pyrus Unicorn for David Hall and Zach Purton. So we've got a couple of good riders on our side, Purton and J-Mac, and good to see them there. Of course, we've got this time next week we'll be up there, and mm. we've got um, all that, you know, the, the international, the IJC, all the good jockeys from around the world. That'll be great. Tom Markwin won it last year. He's back with Holly Doyle amongst Ryan Moore and, and many others. And um, that, that's the appetizer leading into the weekend with some... Um, oh, look, they'd be, they'd be delighted with the turnout. They've got um, Aidan O'Brien's going over. Japan's well represented. Um, you know, we've, I, I've been saying recently, like, I think there's a spot there for some Aussie sprinters to go over. There's mm. Lucky Swain and not a lot else. And I, I think it's something that a lot of them really have to look at strongly. Um, I know it's not easy to go and travel and win, but if you sort of target those races, it's just on the uh, on the edge of the spring, and I, I'm sure we've got a lot of sprinters here that would go up there and be very, very competitive. I'll just ring Joe Pride and say, just slide one of them our way, Joe. That's uh, probably the way Take to go. Take your pick, Joe. Take your pick. Yep, exactly right. Hey, good on you, HKH. Appreciate that, and hopefully these uh, tips will sail home tonight at uh, Happy Valley.